I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast, hosted by the Hammer Betting Network. Um, interesting card last week. Sean, did you lose all your bets again? Is that the cold as ice? I, hey, Munich saved me. Thank you, uh, fine fellows, for, for getting that across the line. That is the only bet that I have won. That feels like the only bet I have won in a very, very long time. I am horrible right now. That was it? Just Munich? Yep. And that was a great Munich, Munich. right? Yeah. Oh, it was nice. It was plus 260. I mean, that, of course, saved me from a a very bad night. So, uh, yeah, like, I I definitely, I got some greasy wins a while ago, and and I knew that was going to come back around. I mean, I I had a couple injury wins. You know, I had the Yair win. Oh, Uh, I got another one. There's a couple other ones, and (laughs) that shit is coming around putting a hurting on me so uh bad bets unfortunate decisions it's 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 all it's all poor right now yeah yep interesting uh interesting main event run in the last year with these with these injuries uh Uh, yeah uh, i looked it's like four of them just the ufc uh Four big fights that have ended, and then I'm one in three. I bet all four of them. I'm one in three. I am now one in three. (laughs) (laughs) This, yeah, this put me one in three on this one this week. But there's been four like main fights this year in the UFC. Ortega lost on, and then there was the one right around that I lost. Was it Aspinall that that got hurt? Aspinall is another one. Yep. But no, actually, two and two. I won the Aspinall or the Blades. I think I'm zero and four. That's the only I one think, I won I was the Aspinall one, I think. You had Aspinall over Blades? No, I yeah. had I had Blades. Oh, yeah, Brad, Brad did. did. Yeah. Oh. Brad's I, had, I had Blades, and I had I had Arnold in this one. But, all right, we, let's jump into the prelims. This should be a shorter show. Um, I don't yeah, think we're so going to have a crazy amount to talk about from last week's card and then just an absolute travesty of a UFC card. So, hopefully, we'll be out of here 45 minutes um, but we can go ahead and start uh, with last week's. I'll read through the, the prelim results, and then we can give some thoughts on the prelims overall, starting out in the, uh, I guess, featherweight-ish <laughs> division. Christian Rodriguez defeated Joshua Weems, submission, and a conda choke. Flyweight division, Cody Durden. And by the way, I'm shooting myself. I talked on the podcast how forever. Why didn't you take that should, him? That I should bet Cody. Because I couldn't hit submit on Cody Durden, and he absolutely <laughs> dominates. I, I hate Dominated. myself for that. Uh, but Cody Durden defeated Carlos uh, Moda, 30-27, 28 times two. By the way, division, Munich winner. Big one on Munich uh, at plus Ooh. 250, 260, somewhere around there. Steve Garcia makes complete easy work of Chase Hooper in about a minute and a half. Middleweight division, Park Jun Young defeated Joseph Holmes. Submission, second round. Heavyweight, Marcos Rogerio de Lima defeated Andre Arlovsky, which was consensus. And that's the first time I've been on Arlovsky in a long time. Uh, I will take oh, so it's your fault. partial blame for, for Arlovsky just being absolutely terrible. And then um, another injury, uh, at least this one was caused by something that the person did. But uh, Roman Dolodiz defeated Phil Hogg's knockout. But that was – and maybe we'll start there versus as one of my comments – 
you gotta they gotta stop letting these guys go. Um, I think this is the third time in the last month or so where I've seen a a catastrophic injury. Ref knows there's a catastrophic injury, knows the guy can't win, he's gonna get hurt, he's gonna get knocked out, and then they let it go. We saw it here, which ended up really bad with a vicious knockout because he couldn't defend himself. We saw it in the Dillashaw fight where TJ was done in that fight a couple minutes in. Not only did they let him finish the round when the guy's badly injured, they let him come out uh, for the second round. There was one other – what was the uh, the Qatar one or Gator one, which we just saw, and then what was the other one? Bellator. What's his name? The wrestler. Pico. Pico. Aaron Pico. They were trying to fucking so, pop that baby back in. All, all four of those in the last month or so, we saw an injury that was a fight-ending injury. That's a surgical out for you know six, six to eight months at least injury referees noticing the injury knows what's taking place and just says, fuck it. Let's let him keep going. It's not a good look. Like when you saw hogs get up, knee completely out. You saw, you saw cater. He couldn't even put weight on it. Couldn't move. Why are, and these doctors, they're fucking doctors. Like if you go to the doctor and be like, my ACL is blown, blown. He's not going to be like, well, finish off this marathon and then come see me. Like it's nothing that happens. These referees, these doctors more so I, I don't, I don't understand it. Those guys are supposed to be there to protect the fighters because the fighters are so poorly paid and so they're going to just go for it. They're not going to pull themselves. And their corners aren't going to pull themselves because they know how shitty those guys are doing. So you need the commission and that's the refs and the doctors to step in and they're just too afraid to do it. And now we see the the amount of brain damage that, uh, that these guys are taking as a result of this. It's, yeah. uh, it's, they, it's a bad they, they almost need to, like, find non-combat related doctors or something for, for maybe at least the injury part of it. You almost have, like, a cut doctor and the other one because yeah. I, I think these guys, maybe they're so tied into MMA and that's why they're doing this, right? That's why they're there. That's why the doctor for, you know, for these events because I assume you apply for it or whatever to get, you know, to be able to be the doctor for these events. Maybe they're just so, they're so MMA. They're just bleed. I, I don't know. I just don't know how you can see someone with a hundred percent, you know, probably a torn ACL, maybe an MC, it's some kind it's of torn something. <laughs> yeah. It, it's something really bad. Or you see Dillashaw's shoulders out. You see Cater is, is knees torn. You are a doctor. Like, don't forget to take MMA out of it for a second. You are a doctor. You you watch the injury just like I did. I'm not a doctor. I can tell you that guy shouldn't fight anymore. I'm not a doctor, but I can tell you that. It's ridiculous. Maybe that's the that's soft what they need. It's just not doctors at all. Me. Don't let I'll it be do a it. doctor. <laughs> but like... if, if a limb Sorry. stops working, uh, then, like, if you can't use one of your limbs, you shouldn't be fighting. I don't think that's a difficult that's, thing. You're not you're not protecting yourself well if if one of your four limbs is is not uh, yeah. is that fucked up. Cut cuts can be subjective. Like yeah. the, you can't be subjective well, when a dude's knee is blown out. There's no you know it doesn't. You, you can't be just like taking a chance on that kind of stuff. I, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, well, I don't think the corner should get a pass either. though. No. Like, I think people are giving the corners a bit too much of a. The a only pass reason here. they are is because they know how shitty corners are, and they have that low of expectations. So, but yes, we should hold them to a higher standard. I, I think I, 
I don't I don't know because like I think when I'm uh, like in the corners like if a guy's getting his fucking shit kicked in right like the bad non corner stoppages where we're in the third round we got two ten eights your guy's lips hanging off <laughs> like just the other beat down yes they're on the corner live the fight another day if you're TJ Dillashaw's corner he he has an injury going in he chooses to fight whatever you as the corner it's hard for them to step in and stop it like if I, I think it's harder than people after you see that corner. first round. I, I still think because if you're a corner, like these guys get paid on this, TJ could fire him. TJ's a piece of shit, right? He could fire him for stopping the fight. That's why there's doctors. Like that's the reason we have these these doctors. Now, if it's a beatdown, yes, that's not in the corner. If it's just someone getting their ass kicked, we shouldn't fight him out in the corner. But if it's an injury, like I put the corner pretty far down. Like I'm putting this doctor referee in terms of what should take place. A fucking licensed doctor, probably an orthopedic. Maybe, right? Like, he sees the guy tear his ACL and doesn't stop it. You can blame a corner. You can blame a ref. But, like, these doctors, man, like, the guy was fucked. And I think with cuts, it's like, yes, you could have a worse cut and maybe something happens. But you're not going to have, like, a career-ending cut. Like, that's probably not going to happen. Now, if this guy blows out his fucking knee and and gets it and it's worse and worse and worse and it keeps getting kicked – you could have a career-ending injury because a doctor is not being a doctor; he's being an MMA guy. Or get knocked really, the like, fuck out and completely change your <laughs> your yeah. mind. Yeah, that was bad. That was that was a rough one. Uh, as for these other prelims, um, yeah, it's Durden just absolutely dummying Moda. I know he had a really short weight cut and all kinds of circumstances, which of course we're betting on this sport and we don't, we don't know what kind of injuries are coming. They're coming into. We don't know how their weight cuts going. We're just rolling the dice. Uh, but I don't know if it would have mattered anyway. His takedown defense is horrible and Durden is good enough to, to lay on him. So yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> this dude cut like 24 pounds in like eight days or something like that. Like what, what are we, what are we fucking doing, man? Talking about like doing shit that's that's horrible for your fighter, Jesus. I think I think also when you look at Durden's widely not liked. Like he's not a very like well, guy. Everyone hates him. I think sometimes when you get you know a fight like this because the line flipped, right? Like yeah, the line open. Yeah, so Durden got, was done. You got to hope Durden comes in and is not brain dead Durden and starts swinging bungalows and he fights like this. This well, I, this style here, goddamn, like he's. He's actually well, pretty I think good. You're thinking too deep of MMA fans. MMA fans, I fucking hate Durden. I'm gonna bet uh, against him. Like sometimes I think it's that simple. I yeah. fucking hate this guy. I hate him. It's it it, it just it's part of sports, right? Not everyone is like a very they're not like studying the cards and know as much like oh I fucking hate this guy. Hundred bucks and the other guy. And you saw this line movement, which is you know openers and things like that can move drastically based on a few bets and a little stuff here and there. And that, that could have been, I hate Durden money. Very possible. There was definitely possible. some hate, some hate Durden money. That, that's for sure. Yeah. Any other comments outside of Munich? Uh, was awesome? Well, yeah. The hidden Garcia was very nice. Cause I got hurt pretty bad. Uh, our, we're going to get our last gear plus two twenty again. And he's going to win in our decision. Watch. It, 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 I need somebody that, that doesn't grapple him. It will yeah. absolutely. It's going to happen again. Like he's going to fight again. He's going to get a shitty heavyweight. He's going to be no. plus two hundred, and he's going to watch. He's going to win. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. They're hundred. 
they finally have the opportunity to cut this man. I, I don't they, know. He's got something on Dana. Like he's got they're, something. They're, they're paying this motherfucker half a million dollars for boring decisions on the prelims. He is never gonna. He is done. He, there's no way he's gonna fight. I don't. Why would he, I don't. Why would you pay him another five hundred k? I don't know why they keep paying him five hundred k. They've been doing it for years. He keeps so. winning. I don't. But I mean, but now he's lost. They yeah, haven't lost. He lost I guess to they a bad guy. Him. Yeah, he's done. That's it. I hope not. XPFL heavyweight champ or what? No, probably. <laughs> Bellator. Brad, anything yeah. here? No, it sucked. Um, I mean, they're all finishes, or yeah, there was a bunch of finishes, but prelims were good. Besides the results, yeah, yeah just <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing captured my imagination. Little, little bit on uh, on Doolittle by KO. Uh, unfortunately that was, I, I just hope that people act like that was a good leg lock. Uh, and this guy is real dangerous on the ground. Uh, cause that was just like him getting lucky and pulling Hawes legs sideways and shit just snapped all over the place. That, that wasn't actually a sub attempt. Yeah. I, I, was I was actually surprised and I didn't, I don't think I've seen it as much like when in the face offs, but Man, he was he, that dude is massive. He's a big fucking dude. At yeah, yeah, I mean he could he could fight at two hundred five. He he had before, two, and he two, cut two, he so. cut down like that dude's fucking huge, man. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the main card, light heavyweight division. Uh, Clear Roundtree defeated Justin Jacoby. Defeated. Split decision. Defeated. I know, Wes. We were talking about this during the fight and right after the fight, and I kept saying. I think this is closer than you guys think. I think this is closer. Well, I thought and that too. I thought it was, it was close. close. I didn't. But think I thought it was clear. I thought it was cl- close, but I didn't, clear. I didn't. I didn't think it was clear. I didn't think it was clear. I. I when it was a split, I don't think I can call it a robbery. When it was a split, and I was like, yeah, nothing. like no one was surprised. Uh, but every everybody scored it for Jacoby, though. Everybody. They did really? say it's a close fight. Yes, everybody scored that fight for Jacoby. Everybody. Hell, even Roundtree after the fight was like. Yeah, I guess I won. You know, like he wasn't even all like pumped up and shit because he knew it was very close. He lost. He lost. He lost two rounds of that fight. That was a bad scorecard. It wasn't a robbery, but that was a bad scorecard. Everybody I, thought Jacoby won that fight. I don't know. It was close. Yeah, I, mean, I, I swear you were like one of the only people I saw even talking on Twitter. Tom. I didn't the, even see that. Smartest guy we know was like, "Yeah, fair decision." It wasn't no, it wasn't a fair decision. Come on. And that's one so two dudes, two dudes, and I saw dozens that were like, What? What Aaron? What? No, I'm I'm not even I'm not even going there. I'm not how about all the people that I didn't see complaining about our car robbery were were all the people that we we didn't have a bet on it. Mm. All the people that bet on it said it was the biggest robbery ever. No, because I saw I saw media people and shit too that were like that Jacoby won that fight. I saw a ton of media people. Did MMA decisions die? Yeah, I, just I know. Tried I just tried going well. there. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's not happening. I thought I mean, it. I thought it was close, a but who, a clear fight. Yeah, even as a guy who hit a, a live bet on uh, Roundtree, I thought Jacoby won the fight. Yeah, but I just whatever. I thought Jacoby edged it, but I didn't think it was a bad decision. I thought it was okay. Uh, Jacoby fights like a little girl. I mean, it's not. It's not. But it, that, that was he, like you go like this and you just throw jabs out like that the whole time and Roundtree's. Trying to knock him out, he's throwing bigger. Even when he misses, Jacoby wasn't wasn't doing any damage. He wasn't landing any big shots. He was circling and jabbing. 
He did not. And we're talking about just the second round. That's, that's, all that that's fighting though, man. Like that dude outlanded Roundtree almost four to one in that fight. That is yeah, crazy. Yeah, he tapped him on the shoulder. No, like, dude, he was landing. Uh, that jab pumped in Roundtree's face the entire fight. Come on, man. Like he out, the numbers are the numbers. He outstruck him by almost. Throw haymakers, man. Don't be jabbing people. So I'm face. saying because the dude throws bungalows and lands too. He beats yeah, a guy that literally MMA, fights that fights it when it's that drastic of numbers. Yes, it does matter. It absolutely. Yeah, matters. He didn't outland him four to one, but in the first he outlanded him by fourteen, and in the third he outlanded him by seventeen. And those he the won third, two those were other rounds. He won two rounds, man. He won the first round. Everybody scored that the first round for Jacoby. That's why they thought he won the fight because you had to give him the third. You had to. But it was close. I'm not – whatever. It's it's MMA. We bet this shit Didn't knowing – It for me because I already lost the other part of that parlay with yeah, I mean, we, we bet this shit knowing that that's – you're going to get the – like I love the over in the fight. That was my main bet. That that was cr- – that cruise yeah, over that one easy. and a half. That was one of the best bets on the card. And I done lost my parlay anyway with fucking Hall. So it didn't matter. We wonder why we can never get these shows done in an hour. Then we talk about fucking Dustin Jacoby <laughs> and well, Khalil Roundtree for seven minutes. Like, the, the prediction no. of this disgusting card we're about to break down are the least interesting part of it. I'm anything. not talking much on that one, trust me. All right. Yeah. Middleweight division, Trayshawn Gore defeated Josh Friend, sub second round. Holy shit. <laughs> Hit this one. I mean, he turned that and... dude into a giraffe. That was wild. Uh, dude, that I'm was one idiot. of the. Nastiest subs I've seen. It, I thought the guy's head was just going to fly off over the cage. Like I was kind of, I wanted to get the under, but I'm kind of, I was, I was scared. Yeah, I got the, I got the good meme on that one with the turtleneck, like that dude. <laughs> but I'm such an idiot that I talk to y'all about gore on this fucking show. I'm all in my head, knowing I said that this is a setup fight. It's a great matchup for him. I sprinkle a little bit of money on his KO just at a big price to have a number. What's he do? He goes out and subs the guy. He was like plus 140 or something before the fight. I'm like, passed up plus money, took <laughs> KO instead of inside the distance. I don't know, dude. That's the, way, he, that's the way it's going right now, Wes. He looked decent, though, man. Like, this was a, a really good matchup for him, though. So I still don't. It, it just makes me fucking, I'm all fucked up again about this dude. Now I think. Is he good though? Was I right to begin he's with? He's, he's not. not, he's, not good. Yeah, he's not. He's not good, but at least he knows he's not good. At least All he right. did stuff in this fight. Yeah, that was good. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Ooh, Fifteen yeah. minutes of goodness here. Fatties. Yeah. Fatties. One of the few bets I hit. One of the very few bets I hit. I lost this one. <laughs> Waldo Cortez Acosta defeated Jared Bandera. Uh, decision. Pretty bad fight. Um, Waldo's not good. Bandera, game plan, amazing. You've lost four straight. you got to win to keep your contract, so you just circle and leg kick. That's <laughs> See you later. Uh, welterweight division, I had this one in a parlay that lost, but um, I was on Max Griffin. He defeated Tim Means um, by split. Split decision there is absolutely That's a bad one. And I, I took I- – I you want to complain about a car? You can complain about the second round and Jacoby round two. What Tim Means winning that fight? I bet. I bet Means and even was afterwards was like that is crazy. There is no way Tim Means won two rounds. There's no fucking way. Zero. Uh, featherweight division: Arnold Allen defeated Calvin Cater. Knockout. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Knockout. <laughs> I will say this: Arnold Allen looked fucking great. 
and he won the first round, and I don't know how the rest of it was going to play out. None of us do. I think Arnold Allen had more on the feet than people thought he did, and I hope people don't take away. Arnold Allen's fucking good. Just because Cater got hurt, Arnold Allen's, he's good. He's very He good. finally fucking threw. He's good. He, he just never throws in other fights. He did he here. He was against he a was, good guy, he was, and uh, he looks good. He's he was leading the dance. doing that. He he looked real good in the first round and stuff, but I I, I would have liked to see that fight go twenty five yeah, minutes. It would have been see, good to see what his cardio looks well, like. His cardio, and, on quitters. And I and like he got knocked out. Cater's gonna start figuring stuff out in rounds. He always does. So I, I'd have liked to just see. I think Allen's good. I I really wanted to see the test for him. Like, is he great? And I think that could have proved that you know he's he's got a chance to be a champion if he. If that first round goes for the next twenty minutes like that, I wish we could have. He looked good, man. He was aggressive. He, he looked decent. Fan. He looked. He looked decent. I he, mean, looked, he looked good. He, everyone considers Calvin Cater like the best, like Muhammad Ali. No, like, come on. And aren't do everyone thinks Calvin Cater like they're like it's like, relative yeah, though, Calvin dude. Cater jump into it, boxing, he'd be a world champion. No, no, no. Then they're idiots. Like it's relative. I've talked about Cater's boxing pertaining to MMA. He would get smoked by any he's, competent he's box. Cater's done. He's lost three or four. He just tore his ACL. Yeah, he's gonna be out for a while. He's thirty-four. That's... He's thirty-four years old. That that's that's a ball game for your boy. He's, like, he's done. He's he, never gonna be a top ten fight. Fucking, that dude's he's still good, man. There's, that is fucking ball game. Oh my god, there's so. Uh. All right, let's let's do this. Let's, let's do move this. on to. UFC Fight Night, Marina Rodriguez versus, I don't even know Lemos's, Amanda Lemos. Wow. Maybe. Hopefully Maybe. not. Maybe. If, she, if she makes the trip from Brazil. I mean, yeah, half, the, half this card is like Brazilian chicks that might not even catch a flight. I'm down for that, though. Magni Rodriguez, five-rounder. Let's go. Oh, UFC I'm Fight Night, Magni Meta, baby. Oh, yeah. Should we, should we get the... Uh, should we get the bets in now in case Magni goes to five rounds? Because that definitely benefits him. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet lot, it after the show. A lot of places <laughs> will cancel that shit. Oh, true. Because it's mm-hmm. round switch. They'll cancel. Yeah, it the again. Yep. I don't bet till Friday anyway. Yeah, All right. I use it. Use it on I mean, this card is like what well, you thought last week was bad. Last week had a good main event on paper. This one, you still get – a disgustingly awful heavyweight fight too from the top. And then for the main event, you get Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Lemos instead of Cater Arnold. So oh. uh, this one's, this one's bad. This is the, the prelims are horrifying. Really the only bad. saving thing about last week was like, it was bad going in, but then we got like some action fights on the prelims and they move quick. There's no way that happens with, with these fights. Four no. chick, four yeah. chick fights and a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start oh. off in the women's bantamweight division as we have Tamiris Vidal versus Ramona Pasquale. Wes, I know you got a lot of lot of good insights on uh, old Tamiris Vidal. Is that uh that dude plays for? He used to play for Juventus or something, right? No, no, it's Vidal be. Sassoon, the hairdresser. <laughs> Hey, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead on and start on this one. Nothing. I have absolutely nothing on this fight. You shouldn't bet on this fight. You shouldn't watch this fight. You should do nothing with this fight. You should 
play with your kid for an extra 10 minutes, take your dog for a walk, pass. I, um, I looked up this young lady on, uh, on Sure Dog, and she kind of just looks like an overweight cashier. Like, Which one? Tamara's the doll. Tritora. Like, look at the shape of this one. It's not good. It's not good at all. Usually they're at least in somewhat shape. That must be a big cut. That's got to be a big weight cut. I'm just looking at the upper body here, and that's a that's a weight cut. That's big time. Anyway, oh, it doesn't look that big on on tapology. Sure, dog's a little deceiving because it's only uh, shoulders. It's all about the angles. Yeah, she, she's mm. just. It's a bad angle on Tamara. Yeah, sure, sure dog's running on like some 97 like fucking internet fucking shit too. Their their stuff is it's track back in time, bro. They need that they is, need a they need a website update badly. I mean, can she get like one ab? <laughs> no. Like ab, uh, that's a weigh in picture. Dude, that's a weigh in picture. That's like I don't have any water in my system, and this is what my stomach looks like. <laughs> Her, she's she's minus three hundred against Lance tomorrow. I don't know who those yeah. people are. Anyone got anything to add before we? Uh, no. That is not a, That is not. And then she probably be, I, I've never seen her fight, but she should probably be minus three hundred against Ramona Pasquale. Yeah, uh, because Ramona Pasquale because, is horrible. Yes, uh, but because it is a Ramona. Pasquale fight. Uh, obviously, there's nothing going on there. I don't know who that is either. She yeah, knew here? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> she's no, had two I'm, fights. Sadly, she's not. <laughs> All right. Flyweight division. Carlos Candelario versus Jake Hadley. We'll start with you, Wesley. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have much on this fight. Um, I think Hadley looked looked pretty good coming into the UFC, and then he had a pretty uh, pretty tough out against uh, Nascimento uh, in his last one. Um, I just still feel like he's he's slightly better than. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last name and get this night started like that, but we'll say Candelario. Uh, Come on, Candelario, that bad. The Candyman. The, the, the Candyman. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're doing your your MMA math, you know, uh, Candelario went pretty good last time out with Tara, and we think he's probably pretty good at this point. I just still feel like Hadley's probably a little better on the feet, um, and that's probably where this fight's going to be. Um, man, just at minus 250, it just it feels like a closer fight than that to me. I, I think Hadley could win a couple rounds here, and probably take a decision that's like some slight plus money it's just not something i, I want to get involved with i'm i'm gonna cut down the volume these last two months and try to finish this year off which i've had an incredible year that i've given away over the past two weeks so i'm gonna try to i'm i'm gonna try to close the year up and these are the type of fights that i would probably take a small play on that hadley decision but i'm gonna pass and just play the stuff i really like this week um, gonna 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 pick Hadley by decision, no bet. You Sean? I'm picking Candelario and in, Intel Master. I think this 
this probably becomes a grappling match, and then who knows? It kind of gets closer than what uh, what the odds say. So, uh, no chance on betting it. This is low level shit. Brad, are you betting on White Kong? <laughs> no, we got the no. vanilla gorilla and the White Kong. Get out of here. <laughs> Albino Kong. Um, yeah, I I got to take a little shot on Candelabra here. Uh, Hadley turns every fight into a grappling match, and he is far too willing to end up on bottom in, in those grappling matches. It's worked out for him on the regional circuit. I do think he's a talented grappler. I just don't think there's a lot of guys in the UFC at flyweight that you're going to be able to sub from your back. So... I think that, yeah, we're going to see a lot of grappling because uh, Candelario shot like a million takedowns um, on his contender series fight and got into a grappling match with Tyra. I just think he's going to pull out top position and end up taking the decision here. Also, Candelario fighting from the great state of Connecticut. Damn right. Just being uh, that's, state. That's like He's training with Glover? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. No, he's just from there. So, you know. It's the, it's, that and Vermont's like the, the favorite states of rich white guys. You know, Connecticut, Vermont, whole, yeah. whole northeast up there. It's just rich white guy okay. even. Yeah. Great. <laughs> my my, uh, my parents from Danbury, Connecticut. I home mean, that's Glover. home of Glover. Yeah. <laughs> Glover? Did you know that? Yeah. Yep. Well, over my parents, they could have been best friends if, you know, <laughs> it's a long, long time ago. Um, I'm not going to bet on this fight. Uh, I will pick Hadley. I think he can get the better of the grappling exchanges. I think he is a much better grappler. Uh, minus 275. I don't think there's any props here that are that are worthwhile. I don't play decision props, Wes. That's fucking asinine. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a pass here, but I'll pick Hadley. All right, next up, Van Wittenden. Ludwig Schwinglian. Versus Johnny Munoz Jr. West. Yeah, I, I like Johnny Munoz here. Um, I, I watched uh, I watched old Ludwig on uh, his his season of tough. Um, he's had one fight in the UFC. I mean, I guess it wasn't horrible getting pretty much just dominated by Jack Shore for fifteen minutes. I think it's going to be the same exact thing here. Like Johnny Munoz is just better everywhere than, than Ludwig here. Um, Ludwig was getting this shit pieced up by Ricky Tercios and shit on tough man. Like it, it wasn't good. He's an okay grappler. Um, but I mean, I think Munoz just keeps us up and boxes him. If anybody's getting takedowns, though, it's Munoz. He can work on the mat. Um, I like Munoz here for a parlay piece. I have him with somebody else, and he's probably one of my better like parlay pieces on the card. I think he's going to just smoke uh, Ludwig here. New Sean? Yeah, the pick's obviously going to be Munoz here. Um, he's obviously fought the, the much t- much tougher competition in the UFC. I mean, you know, the guy only has one fight, but he gets in the tough house as well. Um it's just he hasn't looked great in in those fights against the man ass and, and Gravely, but those are good guys. Uh, I think this is a pretty big step down from from both of those guys. So, uh, like Wes, I think he's he's better on the feet, and I think he can out grapple him. So he should win, but don't think I'm going to lay over minus two hundred on on Munoz. It's a little scary for me. 
Bradley? It seems like there's quite a few fights on this card where somebody coming off a loss is like minus 200 or higher. And Hadley fight, this fight. Um, obviously, that's a little concerning. I don't really trust Johnny Munoz. Uh, but I think that Shalinian is much closer to Jamie Simmons than he is to Tony Gravely or... Uh, or the man ass who we'll we'll talk about later. So I expect Munoz to take it, but I don't think you're going to feel great about betting this if you decide to, and uh, you might not feel too comfortable when it gets to the scorecards. I like Johnny Munoz here. I think I I do. I agree. I'm more with Wes than anything in this one. I I think this is a pretty wide, wide decision. If, if not a finish, I think Munoz has probably a little bit better hands, uh, but I think it's I think it's gonna be the wrestling and just dictating where it goes. I think Munoz has I think he can take him down. I think on the ground he's just he's better. Munoz has fought some some good guys. He's fought better competition, and I think this is an important fight for him. And I think they set him up with a with a good one here. So I could see him you know boxing up a little bit if it gets a little dicey, working some takedowns, working some ground and pound. I think we see a, a wide decision here. So I'm actually happy with the price at minus 225. I would have set this one probably, I thought it'd be in the minus 300, minus 350 range at least. Uh, Ludwig is not good at all. And I think Johnny yeah. Munoz is a guy that he's decent. He's not bad. I think Ludwig is bad. So I like Johnny Munoz here. I think it's uh, I think it's worth a toss and a parlay. All right, let's move on now to just an absolute fucking banger in the women's strawweight division. <laughs> Pollyanna Viana taking on Jin Yu Frey. Um, the ladies always bring it, Wes. Yeah, I, I have absolutely nothing on this fight. Um, I, I think Frey is going to probably wrestle and lay on top of uh, Viana for a decision. I think if you like uh, Viana in this fight, you play sub. Uh, that's probably our only shot here is to pull off some kind of dumb arm bar from bottom because I think she's going to be on her back a lot in this fight. Um I'm going to pick uh, Fry, and I, I just I, I want no, no part of this fight. So it's a complete pass for me. What's the arm bar? What's the, what's the, uh, what's the old? I, it's bar? like plus, plus four. Plus, plus 350. Now it was like plus four, but yeah, plus, it's not a bad number. And that's, I think that's her path. It, it could happen. Like, there's some dumb arm bar stuff that has, she's got a bunch of them too. Like, she's Fry got, got arm barred by Hanson. By it's Hansen. possible. Yeah. Holy fans. All right. That's why I I'm said in. I. I think if you're betting, if you're betting beyond it, just take a little of that sub for sure. I think I think I'm in. I think I'm in. <laughs> How could you not be? Is uh, are the specifics out yet? Is there sub round one? Because she has uh, eight subs and seven of them are in the first round. So you, you might even want to go a little more specific there to get some some extra plus money. Seven hundred. That's Ooh. that's probably where she, I would I mean, uh, look if don't be sleeping on. She almost beat Shockwave. <laughs> almost. No, no one just beats Shockwave. She almost beat her though. It's pretty good. Low level ladies take the dog. When's when is Shockwave coming back? I, she had a fight canceled, right? I miss Who her. Knows? I miss Shockwave. Yeah, everybody does. She always brought it. Yeah, I, I went to uh, went to that Raleigh card, and like her neighbor was sitting in front of me at that Raleigh card, and I forget who she was fighting, but I mean, she just got her fucking teeth kicked in. I mean, she, it, it was, was Angela it was Hill. Angela Hill. 
and I was hill, pinning, yeah. you, like it was. I went with my dad and a buddy. I think it was a buddy. I know it was definitely my dad. Yeah, my buddy Jacob. And like right in front of us, these people were cheering, like "Go Hannah!" And I was like, "Oh, do you know?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's like my like." She, they lived on the street. I've known her her whole life. And then like two minutes later, just fucking eating, just elbows right to the dome. <laughs> we yeah. Shockwave. How many? How many? How many anti-Semitic slurs you think Kyrie has said to Caruso tonight in this game? <laughs> just not even knowing, just seeing a white dude and just starts saying they, crazy shit. They need, like, they need to deal with this shit just like old days. Like, all right, you're fighting in Gano. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> or you're, you're you're fighting Bear Jew. Yeah, it's Bear Jew with time. no with yeah. no ref. <laughs> he can let go of the sub when he pleases. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Anyway, carry on. Shockwave. I don't. I don't think there's more to carry on. That's that's it. Brett, take the dog. Um, yet yeah, the n- whoever isn't Jin Yu Frey uh, by submission. Also, so, this fight might not even be happening. We've wasted so much time. Wait, you own? Yeah. On the first fight, shit. All right, bantamweight. Mario Bautista, Benito Lopez, Wes. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like Bautista in this fight. Uh, this is the other part of the parlay I did with uh, um, my boy Johnny Munoz uh, about minus one hundred nine. Yeah, just uh, I think uh, I think Bautista's a pretty decent fighter at this point. Uh, I kind of had some decent, I wouldn't say high hopes for Benito Lopez, but I, I thought he looked pretty, pretty decent uh, early on. Got a good win over Vince Morales, and then the dude hasn't fought in three years. So it's like now you're going into a fight against a really tough dude out of a good gym who's on a decent roll right now and seems like he's improving. He's already fought twice this year. He's staying active. Um I think Batista's going to put it on Benito Lopez in this fight. Um, I think this is probably a lot of uh, stand-up. Um, but Batista's got some decent takedown defense. He's got some really nice ground and pound. Um, so, yeah, I like him as a, as a parlay piece as well. I put him with Muno, uh, Munoz. And um, I was also looking at Batista by sub. Benito Lopez likes to get taken down, and he gives up a sub when he gets in trouble from time to time. So, um I can't remember what that line was. Uh, Batista sub, yeah, plus 475 right now. Uh, so I kind of like that. Um, I don't see a lot of lines for um, uh, everything else right now, but uh, maybe look inside the distance too. But I think it's more than likely if, if Batista does get a finish, it's by sub. Benito Lopez doesn't get really knocked out by anybody. So, yeah, uh, plus 475 on Batista sub, and I, I really like him in this spot. I, I think he puts, a, uh, puts it on Benito Lopez. Why was he out? I don't know. I have no idea. I can't even see, like, he, he doesn't even have, like, fight cancellations or nothing. No, it's, it's just, just like, like he's been out for three. taking three years off. Yeah, that's not – it's not good at all. all Especially, right. like, he had a decent win over Morales, so, like, something had to happen in his personal shit for him to not be rebooked quick or something, so. Maybe he found a better tattoo artist. Uh, Newsom? Bautista's a pretty well-rounded – kind of low-level fighter. I mean, he's decent striking. He's got good grappling. I, I just think he's kind of better everywhere. That line creeping up to minus 300 is is a bit 
scary. Um, I get why, like you said, big layoff for Lopez. Bautista is kind of better everywhere. It's just put money on these guys that are kind of yeah. low level at minus 300 is a bit scary, but there's kind of slim pickets on this card. So uh, I might end up having to do it. Red. Yeah. I was trying to find what happened to Lopez and it was all just like very vague or, you know, on and off injuries. Um, and now he's apparently healthy, uh, <laughs> which you don't love to, to hear after, you know, three years out or however long it's been at this point. Um, I think Batista is pretty decent and I don't like, I remember Benito Lopez being like kind of a leg kicky calf kicky guy, which, you know, I don't like, um, unless it's the guy I bet on, of course, uh, cause you got to have <laughs> principles, but yeah, I just think there's a whole lot more weapons from Batista here. So Lopez with all the injuries, with all the time off, he's coming back and he's facing a guy who's been in there, who's looked good against pretty decent guys. He's got a lot of knockout power. Um, he will transition to subs like Wes said. So I think it's Bautista. Yeah, I like Bautista. I actually had written down the same parlay uh, Wes did here. I, I think Gwine's right. I think it's Benito. Even if it wasn't for a very, very long layoff, I'd still like Bautista in this fight. He's he's very well-rounded. Um, had a tough loss, but he's he's come back fine. And I, I think I, I don't know. I, I think he kind of dictates. And I've always I've always leaned on when you see matchups where there's not like one dominant style in a fight or. You know, you're not just a wrestler, just a striker. I think the guy who can dictate where the fight goes has, has a much better chance, and I think that's Batista in this one as well. Um, and it's, I think, minus 105, minus 110, something like that if you parlay Batista and uh, and Munoz, and I think that's a, a fair bet. Um, I'm not going to – we're not going to break this down. Does anyone have anything to say about Miranda Maverick versus Shana Young? Dog. I assume no. Haven't they already fought like three times? I, I I don't know. Miranda Maverick is minus 600 to somebody. Shane Young is fucking horrible. I'm still I, picking Maverick and Doubtmaster. She's just, that I, bad. I haven't that's, seen it. That's crazy. That's that's just that's nuts. All right. This fight should be okay. Uh, featherweight division, Derek Minner versus Sean. Blah, 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 blah. What? Uh, you, go, you can go to Sean first. He's probably got more on this than that. New Sean? I don't have too much here. Uh, I think this becomes kind of a scramble <laughs> fest. Uh, kind of both guys are all are, are right with grappling. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You know, Minner had that bit of a resurgence there, and then now that's kind of got put uh, put down. Um, the neuter bike's got a shit ton of fights. Uh, I I kind of lean to the, to the neuter bike, um, but could... Minner pull some shit out of his ass. It's possible. I don't think he's going to have uh, Kraus laying a strip on him if he's going to lose him a bunch of money anymore because they're not allowed to gamble on fights. So uh, I don't know or, if he'll have that extra motivation. Yeah, that'll stop him. Yeah, that'll <laughs> that will stop him. You got to feel for the guy. Eh, yeah. I think Brad, he's going to be good. I feel like this one might be a a bit backwards. Um, I know that Minner's not great, um, but Neuterbike doesn't seem to have any sort of... He's got a little bit of wrestling, not really any sort of sub game, and I think Minner could catch something early if he kind of goes back to to that style. I mean, I know that Minner's 
only real guy that he's out wrestled consistently is is Charles Rosa, which is never a Doesn't never count. a great thing. Um, so maybe it just ends up that that Minner gasses himself in a minute like he used to do on the regional circuit, and uh, Nudebright gets on top of him for the rest of the fight. But I don't know. I, I think that Minner does have a little bit of, sh- of a shot to catch something early in this one. Wes. Um. Yeah, I, I I was looking for a reason to to take Minner here. I just man, the the gas tank just seriously worries me. I think if he doesn't uh, catch the old neuter bike with something sort of early first second round, then man, he just goes all out. That that dude just he, he puts it all out there, and he's usually going to gas if if they unless it's Charles Rose and he can just dictate completely where the fight's at and what he does. I'm just. I'm not sure he's going to be able to do that against uh, the old neuter bike. He's going to get some resistance in the grappling department uh, from him. So, I mean, I, I want to take that dog price on Benner, but I, I don't know. I just think it's close. It feels like a dog that might end up losing here. Uh, I, I know we, we talked, to, or y'all was talking a little bit about the under in, in this fight. Um which I, I could see happening, but I, I could just also see these dudes just kind of scrambling, grappling a little bit, both getting tired and doing a lot of nothing in the third round and this going 15 minutes. So I just, yeah, it's going to be a pass. I'm going to pick Minner uh, since he's a dog in our in our pick'em contest, and um, it's just going to be a pass for me. Neuter, but yeah, I couldn't I, sub Sean Soriano. Yeah. That's I mean, not good. Yeah. I like uh, I like the under here. They, they actually have a two and a half at minus one thirty five. Uh, which I like more like it. Which I like a good bit. Um, Minner has twenty six wins, twenty three by finish, and he yeah. has thirteen losses, eleven by finish. And then we go by name I won't pronounce. Twenty eight, twenty eight finishes, and then of his ten losses, he's been finished eight times. These motherfuckers just quit. Like who's ever ahead? <laughs> that's hogging. They're just. It's quit city. Uh, Minner fights with this a crazy pace in the ground, goes for stuff, uh, very, very active on the ground, can get subs, and when he doesn't, he gasses out and quits. So I think either way, you're probably going to see a finish in this one uh, in, in the first couple of rounds. So I think at minus 135, that's that's definitely worth it. I think Minner's probably toast. Um, that, I don't know. You get you get the damage done to you. It just opens <laughs> the door for more damage, uh, and you can't really come back from that. So – but I think the under is the play here. I, we'll see when it opens widely. The under two and a half, uh, minus one thirty-five is that is that dimes. They haven't. I don't see any of the props yet listed. I haven't looked. I'm just looking at best fight odds. But I don't know if they posted anything on FanDuel or, or DraftKings. Usually, I can find a good a good prop or total on there. So that's the play for me. All right, move up. Main card, lightweight division: Grant Dawson versus Mark Madsen. West. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a, a pretty good fight. Um, I think I've been on Madsen in almost every one of his fights, and uh, the the dudes made me some some pretty decent money. Uh, and in in turn, I've been on Dawson for for years now. Uh, I think on one of our you know uh, uh, before the year shows, I had him as one of my you know future good fighters or whatever that we pick in each division. Um, I mean, I, I guess he's been pretty good. He's just he's got some flaws. Like there, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, watching the end of that Ricky Glenn fight is just, you know, it, th- those flaws show show pretty 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 glaringly. Um, I, I feel like the the line in this fight though almost 
it's trying to force me to take Madsen because I think if Madsen's gas tank can hold up um, over 15 minutes here, then uh, he does some things well enough to where he can he can win this fight. I, I, Brad, we was talking earlier. Brad thinks that Madsen's stand up is is better than Dawson's in. Maybe, maybe it is. Um, I just think Dawson hits a little harder than Madsen. There, there's just no way Madsen is is going to finish Grant Dawson. I just cannot see that. Um, I think there's uh, some paths to where Dawson could could finish Madsen, especially later in the fight. When man, that that just wasn't a good look against Guida. I know Guida is a different type of fighter. Grant Dawson is not putting on any kind of pace like like Guida still does at like seventy two years old. Um, but man, Madsen it just he he has a gas tank problem a little bit. Um, it, it's tough, man. I, this is another one that I, I want to bet. Um, I want to bet the dog here. He's he's going to definitely be the pick. Um, I just there's something telling me that Grant Dawson gets into something dumb and scrambling and catches something on Madsen, but. Madsen probably wants a 15-minute decision here. Uh, I'm going to pick him as a dog. Um, no bet as of right now, but I'll probably listen to Brad and Sean and and uh, Lance talk and probably end up losing some money on on Mark Madsen come come Saturday. You, Sean? Like Wes, I've bet on both these guys a lot. Uh, won some decent money. Um, it's kind of a – it's an interesting matchup because – they both kind of have flaws the exact same way. Both kind of have sketchy cardio, not great stand-up. Pretty, like, one's a great wrestler. Uh, the other one's a pretty good grappler. Um, the smart play is probably taking Madsen. I just, uh, I don't. The only time he's really fought anybody with good grappling is Guida, and it was a stand-up fight, and it was a close stand-up fight with Guida. So if Dawson can keep this on the feet... I think he probably has a little bit better striking. Um, and so it, it might be a close fight. So in that case, you probably should take the, the decent sized dog money. But um, I, I could also seeing, see Grant Dawson just edging each one, each of the three rounds and winning a decision. Uh, like Lance uh, talked about Roundtree, I think Dawson's just going to be landing the bigger stuff. And does that sway the judges that weekend? Like, because you never know what you're going to get with judges now. Sometimes they're scoring volume. Sometimes they're scoring hard punches. Just damage. Take the dog, yep. probably. <laughs> Brad, I actually like Madsen quite a bit here. Um, full disclosure. I have bet against Grant Dawson on several occasions. Uh, sometimes it's it's worked out for me. Sometimes it hasn't. Um, sometimes I've escaped with a, a a draw or a majority decision or whatever. Um, but I don't think he. I, I've always said the same thing about him. He's going to hit an athletic ceiling, and he can do well against guys who can't wrestle and don't have cardio. Uh, because he pushes a really good pace when it comes to grappling. He doesn't push the same pace when it comes to striking because his striking sucks. It, it's bad. I don't think he's ever outstruck anybody. Um, I don't really see that as a concern here. And I think Madsen's striking has actually come along pretty decently in the past couple of years. I think he's going to throw, uh, he's not going to have to throw a ton of volume or, or keep up with Dawson's pace here. And who do we really think is going to win the wrestling exchanges in this fight? 
the Grant Dawson, some guy from Kansas City, or the the former Olympian. Uh, I, I think that that's going to go pretty well for Madsen. Um, cardio in the third round might be a bit a bit of a concern. Uh, you know, the the old butthole might be clenched a bit, but. I, I got a side with Madsen. He's pulled it out against other guys, and I, I think he's going to pull out another one here. So plus 190, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, give me that. Just to clarify, Greco-Olympian. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same. It's not the same. So that's not even the, the biggest argument that I have. It's it's the athleticism. The dude is. That's fair. He's a yeah. Kansas He's a City legit wrestling athlete, and Olympic yeah. Greco-Roman are pretty close. They're very they're on the same they're on the same scale, Greco-Roman. Um, anyway, I I do like Madsen here. I, I agree with a lot of the things Brad said, except I have actually I think bet Grant Dawson every single fight in his UFC career. Um, I have bet him almost every fight. If you look at who this guy has faced to get this undefeated. Uh, record in the UFC because this is what it's like eighth fight or something or five is like yeah eight fights never lost in the UFC who's even his best win in these eight fights Clay Guida I mean it might be Julian Arosa but Arosa was a lot different three years ago yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if he fought Julian Arosa now he would get smoked yeah no I'm, I'm talking about Grant Dawson they both haven't fought many good guys but like it's just a it's a shit list and I think Matson's striking I think. I think he's going to land more. I think he has the better striking. I think Dawson has more power. I think uh, Madsen has the better striking. But the, the wrestling, I think I think Madsen's just a better wrestler, um, even though he was Greco. Um, I do think Madsen overall is a a much a much better wrestler. Um, and I, I don't think he's going to be undersized or anything in this one. And I don't know. I, I really like him. I really like him in this fight at plus 200. I'd probably take this one down to even plus 150. Uh, I, I like Madsen here. I think he matches up pretty well, so it's definitely going to be Mark Madsen here. So that is Munich. Munich. Another huge dog for Munich. We hit another one last week. Munich is, uh, I think it's up to 872-3. and three. Um, All those losses were obviously Kevin Casey. <laughs> <laughs> two, two Kevin Casey, one Dubrox. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's move on now. we got to speed it up. It's all Wes's fault. He talked about Grand Dawson for seven minutes. All right, flyaway division. Tagir Ulumbekov versus Nate Manass. Wes. Yeah, it, this uh, – man, it, it's it's kind of like the last fight for me. Um, I, I think the Manass probably shouldn't be this this big of a dog um, to Ulumbekov uh, here. I just think you're you're going to be worried early in this fight. Um, I'm probably going to end up on some man ass at that kind of number. Just going to be clinching mine for the for the first round, maybe round and a half, because I think he's going to be putting some some pretty bad spots. But man, you want to talk about a dude that stays in a fight and can weather those storms, um, and then. If you have money on the other side of him going into the third round, you're going to be doing some serious clinching because that dude's still going to be coming forward. He's still going to be in the fight. Um, I, I mean, you, you talk about somebody like that, and that's a dude you want your money on. So at almost two to one, um, I think we'll be worrying the first round or so, hoping he doesn't get caught in something stupid. And then as the second and third goes on, uh, man has his cardio, his toughness, his forward pressure is going to show up and, I think he could break his Russian. So 
I'm going to take a little bit of that dog money. And um, I haven't looked at props on this fight, but man asked by like a late stoppage, I would not be surprised about. So I might look at him inside the distance uh, when props are widely available. But I think this is a decent dog spot that should take a tiny bit of a shot on. You sure? Ulan Beckoff is a fraud. Uh, I don't there think he's that good. Um, Wes is a bit worried about the, the early sub. I guess Ulan Beckoff seems more like a blanket since he's come to the UFC. Um, so I, I'm not as worried. Manass is a guy that's going to fight for your money, so uh, he's worth a shot. I haven't had it yet, but he met like plus 190 now. That's That's got to be a play. Fred? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going with Manass here. I'm going to be all up in it. Um, I know that the last fight didn't go so well for him, but he that's was cousin Umar. fighting that's, that's very yeah, that's a Russian. Yeah. Yes, that uh, is not so much. Yeah, but other than that... Uh, Tony Gravely didn't have the easiest time getting him down. Um, who was the other? He fought Johnny Munoz as well, and he had a fucking nightmare trying to get him down. So I think that the Russian's going to struggle. Uh, I, I hope that Manass makes the cut down to 125 okay. I think he's going to be kind of massive for that division. And, uh, you know, as long as the, the cut's good, the cardio stays like it always has. Uh, the chin isn't compromised, which I don't even think he has to worry about here because <clears throat> the Russian doesn't really throw punches. Uh, I, I like him. I, I think he keeps it on the feet, and uh, eventually he just sort of batters the dude. And whether it's uh, a stoppage in the second or third round or he just takes those two rounds and wins a decision, uh, going with Nate Manass here. And what did you say, Sean? It's almost up to plus 200? Damn. Yeah. Plus 190. We'll that online. Yeah, I like I like Manass here. Anytime I can I can fade a uh, a Russian, I I'll do it. I, I think the line at this and it, it's gotten it's gotten way out of control. I th- the Russian love it's, it doesn't stop. And you know Dubronx losing to Makachev, it's gonna kind of arch it back up again. Where you're getting more value betting against these these Russians. I, I think this is just gonna be a, a crazed lunatic just bringing it to him nonstop. It's the it's the grit approach <laughs> with with Manass here, I don't think takedowns are going to be easy. I think this is going to be kind of a brawl on the feet, and I'd rather the tougher guy who can bite down a little bit harder on the mouthpiece and come forward and just keep going to the bell. And I, I, I like Manass here, and I don't think he's going to be able to – I don't think he's getting taken down and laid on here. I don't think he's getting submitted. I think he's going to be able to bring the fight to him, and this is going to be a good fight for him. So I think of that line, it's a, it's a must bet there. All right, heavyweight division, Chase Sherman, Josh Parisian. Just fucking banger. Wes, <laughs> I got nothing here. Yeah, I mean, th- this is this is for for the boy Andre Arlovsky this week. Um, I'm I'm waiting for fatties to be widely released, but I, I do see a juicy minus one fifty at times. Uh, I'm gonna wait for everywhere else. Um, definitely gonna be on the over one and a half. This is this is getting sloppy here. I mean, absolutely getting sloppy. Um, I do like Parisian here though. Um, Parisian is a dog here. Like Chase Sherman is trash. Like he gets They're he gets trash. He he gets one one win. You know, last time out after losing how one two three like four five Warner straight, up. he knocks out Bandera fucking bread off of a punt. Like we know how bad that dude is. Parisian's taking him down and gonna work him over. I'm hoping he does a lot of laying and throwing one or two punches to just 
keep it on the mat. But I think uh, I think Parisian's going to try to get takedowns. I think he's going to lay on Chase Sherman. I think this is going to fly over one and a half. So definitely going to play that. Um, I'm going to wait and see where this um, this Parisian line goes. Um, I mean, he's my, plus one twelve, plus one fifteen out there. I'm hoping people look at Sherman knocking out somebody for the first time in forever, and they they bet him a little bit this time. Um, I haven't looked at Parisian by by decision. I'm sure Brad probably knows that price. What is that? Plus four hundred is the old Parisian man by decision right now. So all, all things I'm looking at, but I, I love the over. I'm hoping that it's a little bit lower than minus one fifty at a at some other places when it when it widely opens. Uh, Parisian definitely the pick for me as well. You sure? Yeah, it's not a true fatties, but it's parlay worthy. I think. Um... These guys are both horrible. I'm taking the dog. That's region. Uh, just hopefully it's boring as fuck. Brad? Yeah, you, you can't lay a minus number on Chase Sherman, so that only leaves you one option as far as the side goes. Um, but this is this has got fatties written all over it. I'm not sure we're going to get better than that minus 150. Um, but the uh, fight goes distance at Bet Online is plus 250. It's like plus 175 everywhere else. They've had a couple of those this week where the uh, the total and the, the goes the distance number don't really mesh, uh, and I think that's a, that's probably a good spot as well in addition to the over one and a half. And it's Carbo. Carbo Parisian. T-shirt yeah. in the pool legend. Yep. Love it. I got absolutely. There's no way I'm, I'm betting <laughs> this fight. I'll, I'll, I'll take. I'll take. Ar- that gave me fucking PTSD after last week. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm I'll done take, with I'll, these bad fucks. I'll take Chase Sherman though. I think he. I think he can keep it enough to land a punch. All right, Walter White, Neil Magny, Dan Rodriguez, West. Yeah, I, look, we for for so many years, uh, y'all more than me actually um, made a lot of money on, on the old, uh, Magni Medoff. It's uh, usually been a dog, though. Like, it's it's tough, uh, you know, seeing a, a minus number in front of Magni and, you know, feeling the same way uh, about a bet on him as you as you used to when you saw those, those plus 200s consistently. Uh, I think Magni over the past three or four or five years has is, is probably been one of the most underrated like winners in, in the UFC, maybe as far as his lines go. Um, the dude is cashed as a plus 200-something underdog more times than we can count at this point. Um, I, I like him in the spot, man. I, I think this is a, a decent fight for him. Um, I've seen some some commentary out there about the small cage kind of hurting Magni because – he needs distance to work on Rodriguez and shit. And I'm kind of like baffled by that. Bagby wants to get a hold of you and hug you and work you over. He doesn't want distance with Daniel Rodriguez where he can throw his bombs and catch Magny with something. Magny's going to get a hold of this dude. And I think he's going to control him. Rod- Rodriguez has been controlled and taken down by guys. I bet him last time out against, against Jangalang and felt lucky to get that decision. Um, just the bigger dude in that fight and stuff like that was a great, a great fight to bet Daniel Rodriguez. I just think this is a bad one. Magni is a bad matchup for most dudes. And Brad talked about like being an athlete and out athlete and guys and stuff in this sport. And 
that's kind of what you need to be to, to beat Magni most times. If you're just a kind of a tough, durable, just kind of brawler fighter, Magni's usually going to get a hold of you and just control you and shut down your, your big punches and stuff. And I think that's what he can do in this fight. Uh, I like Magni. I, I wish he was slight dog money. It's a slight fave. So what? We're gonna we're gonna take some more Magni's. One of my favorite bets on a uh, a really tough card to bet. I, I like Magni a lot. New Sean. Yeah, I like Magni here. Um, he does have a six inch reach advantage, and he does usually use his length pretty decent. But I think the smart move is is to get Rodriguez down. Recently, the only times that Magni really has been struggling is, is against guys that can really outgrapple him. That's not Rodriguez. Legit so, dudes, um, too. Magni needs to smart fight because Rod- smart uh, fight smart because Rodriguez does have big power. Um, but for, from what we've seen from Magni, he's a very intelligent fighter. He has very good fight IQ. So uh, that's a guy you want to have your money on uh, when you need somebody to fight smart. So uh, I hate I hate. Uh, I'm really bad at betting small favorites, but uh, I'm going to have to do it here. Brad? Yeah, I like Magni here. Uh, I think there is going to be some time at distance, and he's going to do just fine there. And the work that he does from there is going to force Rodriguez to try and get into the pocket and and throw like he does. And as soon as that happens, Magni's going to suck him into the clinch, and he's going to turn him to the fence and he's probably going to get some body lock takedowns. And I think Rodriguez has a decent enough grappling game. He's probably going to be able to pop back up to the feet, but once Magni gets a hold of you, he just sort of gets a hold of you and you end up wrestling around in the clinch for the rest of the round. So uh, I think when that happens, it's going to favor Magni. This fight got rebooked from like two or three weeks ago because Rodriguez had an infected elbow um, so it was bad enough that his fight got canceled two weeks ago, but it's fine now, and he's a guy he's that needs to use his striking to win. So uh, I, I think that probably works in Magny's favor as well. So minus 115, uh, I'm taking it. Yeah, I like Magny here. I think this is going to be your, your typical Magny fight. I think, I, I think he's the worst striker in this one. Um, I think clean boxing, I think that goes that goes yeah. to D-Rod. But I think Magny's going to get him close, push him against the cage, and do Magny things. I think he's – I don't think he's going to be able to hold D-Rod down at any point, but I think he's going to get those Magny takedowns where a guy's down for four seconds, and then he hangs on him once he stands up, and he's punching him. It's going to be a horrible – why I hated Neil Magny most of his career, I think, is what we see in this fight. Um, and I think the quick turnaround for D-Rod – um, and I think, you know, he, he got a bad reaction after his last fight, crowd booing, all that. I think he's going to come out a little too aggressive in this one. I think he's going to overthrow. I think he's going to go for the finish and head hunting, which against Neil, he's, he's going to duck under that and push him against Cage and make this as boring as, as humanly possible. And I think that's another advantage for Magni. So at minus 115, um, I think that's a fair price. I, I would, I'm happy laying some juice on Magni in this fight. I don't, I, I think people, think Derek Rodriguez is a lot better than he is. If you look at some of his wins, I mean, the Leafs one, you can't count that, loses the Dolby and then beats Mike Perry, Preston Parsons, and Kevin Lee on his way out. It's not exactly in Dwight Grant. Like, it's not exactly a, you know, a murderer's row. And also, Rodriguez is 35 years old. He's not exactly a spring chicken either. Um, so, yeah, I like I like Magny a good bit in this one. I think it's worthy of a play. So that'll be the consensus 
bet of the week for this week. Um, are we going to cover the main event? Is that is really quick? To add? Really fast. Is it even going to happen? Is it going to happen? I feel yeah. like uh, they're they're at some of those Bolsonaro uh, protests. They're they're protesting for Bolsonaro. Probably all, all the fighters are apparently, which is sad to see. <laughs> seeing seeing all seeing Not all surprising whatsoever. Seeing all, all those dudes in one picture. <laughs> yeah, seeing all though and all of them is kind of hurt the heart a little bit though, man. It it really did. Yep. Although Rodriguez is going to out volume Limos if this fight happens. Uh, I think. Rodriguez can stay off the ground. More volume wins a very lackluster decision, and we all cry. But watching this fight, there is almost a zero percent chance. I mean, you got to go from boring Russian to wrestler versus wrestler striking match, boring Russian, shitty heavyweights, Neil Magny, and then chick fight. You fucking serious? This main Hell card? Hell of a main card right there. Unbelievable. Not a good fight on the card. Awful. Terrible. I'm going to outvolume my pillow when this fight Green. comes on. I'll hopefully be watching Bivol and J-Rock. <laughs> I'll be watching the boxing card by this time, hopefully. I'll have uh, double barrel football activity. I'm uh, I- I'm taking the dog here. Uh, Rod- Rodriguez is probably going to win a close decision, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, Lemos here as a as a dog. I, I'm not betting this fight whatsoever. I'm, I'm gonna try to keep the keep the dumb bets off of my card this week. Have I seen Lemos fight? I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bet against her. I mean, she she's only ever uh, lost to, to two legends. I mean, Jessica Andrade and Leslie Smith. I mean, that's the only two chicks she's ever ever <laughs> lost to. She's one of those people I know. I've seen fight ten times. And the only moment I can remember for her entire career is the Jessica Andrade fight. Is Andrade putting that standing choked out? Dig on Andrade, and Andrade came out like a fucking maniac and just murdered her in the standing arm triangle. That is the only moment I remember of Amanda Lemos's entire career. And she has, and Andrade hasn't fought since then. Is she dead? No, she's trying to. I think she's trying to fight at fifteen again. So what is Lemos? Oh yeah, I guess that's right. Uh, is going back up to one uh, one twenty five to fight Lauren Murphy. I mean, fuck that's, that's <laughs> find an easier fight than Lauren Murphy. <laughs> Dare you? Hey, just anywhere outside of the bar. It's uh, you don't want to run into her in a in a bar or a dark alley. Ugh. All right. Don't, don't cut in line in front of her at Walmart. That's all I can say. We good? Any final words? I think so. I'll take Lamos as well. Who cares? She sucks. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for uh, for this week's show. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. Hour 10 minutes. Respectable. Respectable. Embarrassing for this card. It's pretty respectable. I think we did I think we did a good job. We're almost two hours most <laughs> we're 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 no, doing good. Not on my watch. Hour and a half. I I cut off. Like we can't do no. We should be at least we got a, at least we got a good card next week. Do we pay per view? Another one. I just gave them money. These fucking clowns. That's that's your first mistake. Clint. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you know I tried the streaming thing. It's just not for me. It's a very get off your my porch kind of thing. Oh, we're we're, we're gonna get, we're gonna have a new chant next week. You get have a new chant. You can't. Oh, that oh that is a good card. That's the Glover, right? No, 
No, no, it's not. not. It's Sonya no, Pereira. Yeah, it's Izzy Pereira. Glover's December. That is because he got to get his belt back. So we're oh, we all got. Right. I mean, we got Frankie Edgar's retirement fight, Lance. Come on now. Yeah, get Chris, up for that. Chris Gutierrez is gonna. Chris leg, he's gonna leg kick retirement. <laughs> Chris retirement. Lance is gonna fucking cry, bro. He will cry when that happens. <laughs> the prelims are fantastic, though. Man, Poirier Chandler. Dude, That's... my boy Andre Petrosky versus Wellington Terman. Woo! What's that? What's that? Uh, Petrosky sub again? But let's just hit that again and, and call it right. That's my dude. Day one Petrosky over here. Day you one can't be day one because you don't watch tough. You never watched him. Uh, I did watch. I wa- I watched a little bit of tough. I saw him on tough. I think you watch. You said you watched the fights that season. A few seasons. Yeah, ago. I, fa- I I fast forward just to the fight. Yeah, I did him. Couple seasons. Uh, us getting us getting him sub over over shit bag is just ooh, that's one of my favorite bets. Was that the last tough? Maximov, yeah, he choked fucking Maximov. No, he's dead. asking which tough it was. Oh, which it was tough. a it was a couple back. because I I think it's the last two I've watched the fights. I think it was two back, not last one, but the one before that. What tough was he on? Not last season. I don't know, but, but you should take us that. out, Lance, before. Oh yeah, we're running up to yeah. one fifteen. But well, I said we got to one fifteen. This is the best part. This is the best part of the show. All right, thank you for joining this us. Thank you for great uh, listening. We'll, <laughs> we will be back for next week. And uh, Jason, if you're listening, producer, we're going live next week. It's a pay per view. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week live with the MA analysis. Thank you so much. <laughs>